Hey, welcome you to the show. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Congratulations on your newest EP. This is your sophomore EP. How are you feeling about it? Oh, thanks, by the way. Um, how am I feeling? Just happy, relieved, you know, blessed. It's the response has been incredible. Um, and yeah, just like I, I want to go. I want to get more music out there. It's like this is really feels like the beginning for me. I've been doing music for a while, but I, I, I still every time feel like a new artist. Always, always, always. So, yeah. Something that I found interesting is that you basically had to reinvent yourself for this sophomore EP because Black Dove, it was totally different. So you wanted to try a different sound, a different message. And that's what you did here with this new, new EP. Yeah, you know, it's I would say so reinvent in terms of yes, you know, I really I wanted to production wise um, really hit it a little bit more, just have more of a R&B um, feel nostalgic feel to it absolutely you, but in terms of what I the content in which I was speaking about mm -hmm. Black Dove was like the beginning of I, I almost call it like the the faucet like I was I was starting to open up and express parts of myself and um, really go there in my music and then Millie was where I just let it all out and there's still so much more um, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, my, my story is just that I, when I was doing music, I was not really, I was censoring myself for a while. And this project is where I was like, no more. I'm, I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to go there. Yeah. I think Renegade is the best one on there. That's my favorite. What do you think is the most powerful one on there? I love that you love that. Um, my sister has actually loved that one too. Um, my, my favorite I love selfish. I just, um, it's for so many reasons. Um, the fact that I did it with J Jordan Manswell, who's from Toronto, Raheem, who's from Toronto, it's just like, it's from home, you know? And it, and I feel like it has that, that, that home feeling. And, um, it's just reclaiming a time where I, I gave so much in this relationship and I'm just like coming out of it, even though it's so long ago, um, I'm like able to, to make something of it, which is this dope record. And I just, I love the video shooting it. The girls that were in there, Nina and uh, peace. Um, it was just, it was fun. I love it. Yeah. Who is someone's journey that you studied, especially when venturing into changing up the message in this new EP? Because if you look at Lauren Hill, she had an important message in her music with the miseducation and with the Fugees, who was someone that you may have studied for this new EP and changing the message? Wow, that's a really great question. Um, yeah, I, you know, overall, like Lauren Hill, Nina Simone, uh, you know, Sam Cooke, artists like that have always inspired me um, because they they not only make made music that was so beautiful and so impactful, but it was um, a backdrop of what was happening actually during that time. You know, this. There was a lot of civil unrest and the, 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 the civil rights movement. And, you know, Nina Simone is known to be, they were pushing her to do like some oh. pop records. Of like, yeah, they just, they did it so, they did it so well. And um, and with this one in particular, actually, I love Steph Deliza. She's from um, Amsterdam, I believe. And she is constantly trying to challenge um, just the, the, 
the sort of the role of what women are expected to be, to do. And I, I, I really, I just, I love her whole vibe and she's definitely somebody that inspired me. Um, and then, yeah, that's, I would say those, those are the, sort of the artists that I really look to for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's drawn some rave reviews here. How did it feel to be nominated for the Juno Award for R&B? Has it been announced? Sorry, I didn't. Oh, the, I saw it on the press the, kit thing. <laughs> I oh, saw oh, it on oh the, you mean oh, oh, the old one, Black Dove? Uh, got you, got you. I was like, holy yeah. crap! <laughs> I hope, I hope, I hope um, we are for this one for sure. Oh my God, for the one. Oh, I was absolutely that. I think that was the moment where my parents were even like, oh, like you're, you know what I mean? You're actually, you're really doing this. This is. It, it's it's definitely um it's validating for sure you know and it, it doesn't make you any more of an artist or any less you know if, yeah. if this is something but it it definitely was letting me know that you're on the right track you know you're on the right track you're definitely um connecting with people um and it just uh, it, it really inspired me so it was it's definitely it was a beautiful feeling I know that from your, you really didn't have a musical upbringing, so you had to discover everything yourself. You you discovered Sam Cooke, you were buying all these cassette tapes and, and just playing these songs and you were attracted to R&B and that's how you came up in this. Who were some of the ones that really inspired? I know you're a, a studier of Aaliyah, but we mentioned before Lauren Hill. Who are some other artists that you look yep. to as inspiration besides the ones we mentioned, as well as Sam Cooke? Oh yeah, so definitely those and um to to dive into it even more i i love alicia keys i remember i um actually went to the library and and was like i i you know i don't remember all the artists that i would listen to but i would just play a bunch of music and um alicia keys is somebody that when she first came out i instantly um just studied her the the production you know she's she does a lot of it too it's uh, the chord production and um, her involvement in that is insane. So she's, yeah, she's definitely someone. Um, I love Destiny's Child. I mean, I'm an R&B girl, you know, SWV, um, even Cherish. We were just listening to them the other day. I'm like, oh my God, I totally forgot about just some of the dope ass songs that they had. Um, yeah, so it's, it's mostly, it was mostly R&B. Yeah. That's the world that I've always loved. I feel like that music is, oh, Brandy, Monica. Um, it's just real, you know, it's so authentic and it's, uh, I, I, I connect with it. And I think vocally was what I was able to, just, it, it felt the most natural, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Your father was the one who pushed you. He actually had the, the inspiration for oh you to, to really, which is really, interesting because not everyone's parents are pushing other children to follow their dreams in that way yeah it's actually super super and on top of that a muslim father Mm -hmm. this is like super rare it's just so i would always sing around the house constantly um and he was just like wow you know i noticed you love to sing and he bought me like a songwriting book and then he was like 
he came home one day and he said, hey, I have a friend. He's, um, he, he's got a studio. Um, I, I, ta- I told him about you. He's just so cute. He's like, I told him about um, the fact that, oh, my daughter is always singing. He's like, if you want, you should go maybe one day. And I wasn't ready at the time, though. This is like um, uh, around high school. And I was super shy. I, I really didn't believe in myself. I didn't, re- I didn't think it was um, something that was even possible. And the truth is actually, I just started singing. So I didn't, I, my voice wasn't there. You know, I was still figuring out my chest voice, my head voice, still learning how to sing. So, um, yeah, he, but hearing that from him, it definitely let me know and sort of sparked that idea of, Hey, this is a possibility, you know, this in terms of if I want to even do it as a, as a hobby, my dad would be super supportive of it. Mm-hmm. How so, has yeah, he felt he about the young. newest EP? He's, yeah, man, I'm, I'm very, 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 very lucky. He's so special, just so proud, um, a, a huge fan. He calls me, he's like, oh my God, I was in the car and they were playing your music on the radio. Uh, you know, the, he just tells me, um, don't forget who you are. That's like the biggest advice that he always tells me. He's like, it's a very tough industry. And um, I I want you to always reflect and say, is this something that I'm doing because I want to, because it's coming from me? Or or do you feel pressure? Is it, do you feel like it's going to make you be received better or people will like you more? He's like, don't ever create or do anything from that space. And that's just, yeah. So I'm like, thanks, Dad. I appreciate Yeah. What was the most difficult hurdle that you had to take in this industry so far? Because just coming in to Toronto and pursuing the music scene in Toronto, what was the most difficult hurdle for you thus far? Whew. So many. So many, so many. Um, wow. Just... Um, I think building a team, you know, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to speak, take up time to even speak, you know, negatively, but it's, you know, the infrastructure is not really there Mm -hmm. in Toronto. I've always wanted to build there. I've always, you know, you see it in, in London, you see it in the U S is the, you're able to kind of do a lot more. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to leave. Toronto. I didn't want to go and sign elsewhere and, and live in LA and live in New York. I wanted to live in Toronto and make music here. Mm-hmm. Of course, you could go out and create different places. Um, but that was that was probably my biggest obstacle is for so long, I did everything myself. And then um, I've been in the last year, just meeting incredible people and fostering beautiful relationships and um, seeing you know great things come from it so that was probably my biggest obstacle is um feeling alone a lot of the times you know feeling alone and having the having to carry that load um by myself because you just you want to be an artist you want to be able to create and it's hard to do that when you have to also manage yourself and do you know book things for it's just it's a lot so that's that's probably been the biggest hurdle and the, it's been the biggest blessing in the last year is to have an amazing team 
the team Find around you is what the team around you is what really matters because they support you and they get you the opportunities and they have your back at all times. Big time. It's, it's so important. It really is. You, you can't do this alone. No, you can't. It's just, it's amazing that you do have that backing and support, especially from your parents. As I mentioned before, I saw that you were hanging out with Smiley from OVO. You saw that? I know that was so cool. Um, No, I'm, that is again, wow look at how far he's come you know it's it's so amazing to see toronto take over even more like you always think oh my god is it just you know is is the the time come or the time it, there's always a city that ends up taking over and i feel like toronto's just been consistent it's we're not letting up we're not it's not ending anytime soon it's is the beginning and um yeah he's just one of those artists where I actually started following him when he had like a couple thousand followers. It was maybe two songs out. And I was like, this is, he's interesting. His cadence, his flow, his tone. And um, yeah, so I saw him there and I I just let him know. And he was like, oh my God, are you a Mel? And we just had a really nice um, conversation. He was just like, keep it up. Like, I I see what you're doing. You're killing it. And it was was a beautiful moment. Mm -hmm. You moved to Toronto in the 1990s is that correct yes actually you yes, you're right. so you saw yeah. the rise of drake how inspiring was that he he's, took over he's an he empire broke, there's it's like there's really no words he's um he helped us he's opened that door for i mean not even opened it he broke that door down and everything that's come after you know we really do um owe it to him to for giving us that you know shining that light on us and you know the talent has always been there it's not that there wasn't you know any talent it's existed it's just nobody was giving us a chance or really taking it in and um he's completely changed that right he's changed the, the the sort of the vibe of the city too in terms of um there's the economy. He's actually responsible for a lot of that. Um, and whenever I go to LA, it's a, it's like a badge of honor. People want to work with you. Like when they hear you're from Toronto, they're like, Oh my God, I want to work with you. That's he's, he's done that for us. So yeah, I'm, I'm very, very thankful for him. And he's, um, absolutely been an inspiration. Who are some U S artists that you're looking to collaborate with? Because I saw that you've been in LA. Um, wow, there's so many. I, I mean, I would love to, I always say Kalani, and I'm going to continue saying that because I think the more you put something out into the universe, it's going to come to fruition. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely, I want to, um, collaborate with, uh, Kalani. I love Kiana Lede as well. Um, Giveon, it's just like the list is forever yeah there's so many amazing talented artists um and then and and James Fauntleroy he's actually somebody that's been a friend and um we did do a a record we've done two records before actually so yeah you know just uh continue fostering those relationships that I've already built and um have have more out there but yeah definitely Kalani's like up there on the list something I definitely find interesting about the newest EP Millie is that it's almost that you took on a different persona as well with Millie. 
this is the persona that you took over as a basically an ego. Mm-hmm. So that's actually the misconception. It's not, um, it's not a, like an alter ego mm-hmm. or it's not a different persona. So the best way to describe it is, um, mu- you know, music was is, is taboo. When I, you know, growing up, it was not something that, as you mentioned, it wasn't in my household. So when I did start making music, there was nobody for me to look to other than Kanan, actually. There was no Somali female artist that was out there on that level. Um, and um, I, I didn't have sort of an example. And when I when I started making music, the, the sort of style in which I was speaking, which was conscious music and also, you know, the things that were happening in my country. And it was, um, it was about like peace and, and which I, which I absolutely love. Like, I, I love that, that message to, to be existing in, in, um, in my songs. But what happened was I felt trapped into only making that style of music because the sort of backlash that I was receiving, I noticed whenever I did that, it was, it wasn't that much. And there was a sense of also, you know, my mom, I noticed she was very proud when I, um, sort of lived in that world and aunts and uncles and it was like wow not only am I receiving less backlash my community is uh, proud and um, and my my family like my actual relatives and you know that already you're doing something that comes with a lot of scrutiny but I, I was like this is this is it so I'll stay here um, and, th- and that's what happened is I just got stuck I was only making music in that space and um, robbing myself of truly expressing what was happening in my life. So Millie, those are all real stories. Those are things that were happening. I was experiencing. Um, It's just, I was almost like a double life. I was sort of just showing one side only. That's it. So I wouldn't even say a double life. I was only giving you one layer. And Millie is now, it's, it's more of me, if that makes sense. So it's like, apparently it's called the inner ego. It's truly who you are already, but because of societal expectations and um, all of these things that are wanted of you, you sort of appease to that, but your inner ego is truly who you are. And that's what Millie is. It's, it's who I am. It's who you are. Now with this yeah. new EP, have you had any thoughts of creating a small documentary on putting this EP together because it has such an important message and it, it could really drive other artists and direct them into recreating themselves as such as you did with the message. That's a great, uh, thank you for saying that. It's really kind. Um, we, you know, we, we've definitely um, thought of a documentary initially. And, and I do think I do have one that was called uh, it's with the Junos actually. They yes, sort of did a highlight. I did see that. And um, yeah, I, I really felt like that sort of gave a little bit more of, of who I am, my struggle um, and, the, and the sort of obstacles that I faced in, in making music. But, but you know what, it, that, that is a great idea. I think it's something that we can absolutely explore one day, hopefully. So thanks for that. You just sort of yeah. sparked something. Yeah. Yes. Is there anything else you would love to tell the audience here? Any upcoming performances, visuals, anything else that you have on the way for Millie? Um, actually, I, I have some, yeah, great news. We're definitely going to be 
announcing it soon. Um, we're gonna go on tour and get to really go out there and perform this body of work and um, and and also past uh, songs that I've done. And I want to release like another song as a you know something to to add to this and go on the road. So that's something that I, I would definitely like to share. I'd love to end on this note. What is the meaning behind your name? Because I know Aaliyah had a meaning behind her name. Yeah, so my name, it means hope, aspiration. Yeah, so hope, um, aspiration. Yeah, because I know in in, um, Pakistan, it it had a different meaning. But those are like the two in Arabic. That's that's what it means. And you're right, Aaliyah's Aaliyah's had a meaning too. I, I can't remember it right now, but yeah. Yeah, I remember she gave an interview a long time ago, and I remember the host asked her that. I can't remember exactly, but I remember it had a meeting. You're right, yeah. But yes, my name means hope. Yeah, <laughs> and and mm-hmm. this is, it's the perfect name to have, too, because that's what you have, especially that you have to have in this industry for you to keep going in what you've done thus far. And congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I, this was great. I loved all the questions. It was really dope. Thank you. I appreciate it. Amal, you're always welcome on the show. I want you to enjoy the rest of your night, actually, because it's day where I am. I think it's it's 7 p.m. Yes. I think where you are. Yes, it's how? Oh, my God. It's four. Almost, yeah, almost 5 p.m. Oh, it's so. almost 5 p.m. OK, so I'm a couple hours yeah. off. Yeah, it's different because I'm in the U.S. and you're in the U.K. right where now. Are you- I, I'm in New York. Or? Uh, yeah, I'm in New York. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Amal, I want to thank you again for coming on the show. Uh, congratulations on everything you've achieved this far. I can't wait to see you grow in your journey and everything that you have lying ahead here. And big things are coming. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And hopefully we could do this in person one day for sure. Yes. We meet each other. Yes, I would love that. Thank you, Amal. Enjoy the rest of your day, okay? Yes, you too. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye